Hi, my name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I am your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Welcome back to the IAUG Insider Podcast. Today, in the final part of our three-part mini-series, we will be discussing the many ways that managing a remote workforce can be challenging during these times. Hope you enjoy. So I kind of want to make our last shift into managing a team in a crisis like this. So I know previously we talked a little bit about how managers really need to handle, um, you know, stepping into these new roles of managing a remote workforce and working with a remote team and the different ways that they need to, you know, maintain the rapport between all of their employees and maintain that in-person relationship online. So what are some of the biggest takeaways that you have when it comes to managing your own work, remote workforce? What kind of things do you think, you know, a manager really needs to keep top of mind, the ways they can kind of keep up with their employees and make sure that they're doing the best work that they can in the best environment they can and making sure that everybody's, you know, still doing okay in the headspace of working a lot um, remotely and what kind of I guess just different ways and tips and tricks and ideas that you have that might help somebody who's not used to managing such a remote sure. workforce in a time like this. Sure. And I, you know, I, I think I want to start by saying you just have to care. You have to care about your people in general, right? And that sounds trivial, but in all honesty, one of the things that Every morning when I uh, come into my home office, I take the mom- a moment to be thankful. Uh, I'm thankful for really two things. Uh, the first thing I'm thankful for is I work for a company that took this thing much more seriously than I did at first. You know, we were one of the f- uh, first companies to uh, step away from some of the trade conferences. And at the time, I was frustrated by that. I was looking at this thinking, you know, hey, I'm willing to travel. Why are we doing this? You know, our competition isn't necessarily stepping away. Why are we doing that? My company was looking out for me before I was looking out for myself and my family. And I'm extremely grateful um, to work for a company that did that. They cared about me as a person, right? Um, The second thing that I'm really grateful for is the fact that I have the ability to work from home. And there's a lot of folks who don't. And I, I am very, very mindful of that. But in that vein, there are a lot of people who are able to work from home, but they're still nervous. They're still worried about what does this look like? What does the, you know, what does the world look like? Is this the new normal? And the first quality that I think a leader has to have, especially supporting a a remote workforce like this, is just empathy. You've got to be there for your people and you've got to understand that they are wrestling with an incredible amount of change thrown at them in a in an incredibly compact window. So be patient with them. Explain to them that it's okay if the dog starts barking in the back. It's okay if your kids pop into the you know video conference. We're all doing this at the same time. We're all fighting with the same methods and we're all fighting with the same challenges. So you know the first thing I would say is being an empathetic, empathetic leader is setting those expectations of it's okay, right? It's okay to be a little bit concerned. My door is open. Come talk to me and we'll, we'll talk about it, right? Um, don't get so wrapped up on, uh, you know, 
the the background stuff. Worry about you know what's important in life. So to your point, if you know your kids pop in and you need to you know step away for a second, step away, right? We're we're all wrestling with incredible uh, demands of our time, and we've got to integrate our work and our personal lives as best as possible during this period. The second thing that I think a leader really needs to focus on right now is availability. I've talked about the office hours initiative. I really cannot explain how happy I am to see others uh, following that, uh, you know, copying that uh, initiative for themselves, because I think that will make a tremendous difference with our, with um, your own direct workforce, with those that are your peers. Um, Heck, it can even help with your leaders because everybody should be um, focused on trying to get face-to-face time, even if it's not uh, driven by an agenda, right? Even if it's just dropping by to say hello and see how things are going and how are you doing, right? So I think that's you know incredibly important in this world. And then the third element that I think is really um, important in this time period is to always focus on the customer you're trying to serve. Just like I start with my reflection, if you are supporting a contact center and they're being flooded with requests for people who are trying to get help, your agents are that face of your organization to that to those those people in their time of need. So make sure that your agents are empowered or your your workforce is empowered to help people and to be patient with them, right? So if you extend your uh, expectations that everything's okay and it's okay to be somewhat, um, you know, nervous, that empathy will actually bleed through from your info- your workforce down to the the people they interact with. And I find that to be so incredibly powerful right now is just when, when you treat people, um, when you treat people right, whether they're in person or whether they're remote, it can make such a tremendous impact. You know, there's the technology aspect of this, you know, making sure everybody has a conference bridge and making sure everybody has a laptop and a webcam and a cell phone. But the the human element, I think, is really what's going to help the the strongest businesses come out of this even stronger. And frankly, it's going to be a challenge for some of the businesses who don't practice that very well, Um, because when they come out of this, you're going to probably see higher levels of churn because, people are going to flock to the businesses that really uh, stepped up during this period. Yeah. And I definitely agree with that. Something I've seen a lot on LinkedIn and things like that are people saying like, if you're going to interview for a new job, ask them how they handled their employee interactions during this crisis. You know, it's something that people need to be cognizant of and paying attention to. And I think I definitely agree with you too, on making sure that your employees are kind of doing okay as a person. So I used to work in a call center for a vehicle company a while ago. And I know that when I left those doors that day, my job was over. I got to go home and be away from it. It was not my favorite job ever. So I got to just separate and not have to think about it until I went into the office the next day. So I think something that if I was working in a call center, still, I would really struggle with is having that in my house, you know, I have to be at home, take all these calls, Mm. deal with upset customers, and then still not be able to separate from it, you know, something um, my boyfriend is doing, he works doing distribution and things like that. And he keeps finding himself working past his hours. And, you know, he's not sending in overtime, but since he has his laptop, and he's 
able to he's just working extra and I'm like stop doing that stop doing that but he'll find himself working till 8 30 at night so it's definitely just more difficult to kind of separate yourself from work I think when you're not leaving your house to go to work and do your job and then separating and coming back home so I think maybe managers just really trying to pay attention and be aware of that and have that conversation that's like hey please don't email me at nine o'clock at night like that's your time separate (laughs) so I think just making sure that is a brilliant observation that's a brilliant observation i mean i think that's another one of those things that can easily get missed uh in this in this environment because there isn't that separation of i drive to work i drive home um a good leader is going to you know kind of step up and say hey this can wait till tomorrow you know there are certain things where they just can't wait right i mean we've been our folks have been working incredible uh you know, hours and putting in an immense effort to make sure that our customers are taken care of. And some of that stuff is time sensitive, but there's a lot of stuff that's not, and it can wait. So, so being a leader who's mindful enough to say to an employee that you see, um, you know, overdoing it, Hey, this can wait. That that's incredible powerfully. And I think to your second point, that's going to project after this whole thing, this is going to be a, a, a real, um, for lack of a better term, a billboard of who handled the situation best for their people. And it's going to create loyalty in the, in the, you know, glass door ratings are going to go through the roof. People flock to good leaders. People flock to good companies. Um, Convert the converse also happens. So a good leader who is mindful of his employees, not just the production he's getting out of them, but making sure that they don't burn out is is always powerful, but even more so in a work from home environment where everybody is not necessarily leaving at five o'clock. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just something that everybody kind of needs to try and stay on top of and keep in mind that even though your office is your home and your home is your office, you still have an office and a home. So it just needs to be separated and, you know, not working 24 seven just because you have your computer out and you can. So I think you know, management as a team always needs to be trying to keep that that mindset in their employees' heads. And then employees kind of need to be making sure that they can maintain that separation and just understand that even though this is, you know, a crazy time right now that you don't need to email me back at 1am, I promise it can wait. So <clears throat> I just think making sure that everybody's kind of keeping that in mind and maintaining that work-life balance when work is kind of life right now is just something that people need to make sure that they keep in mind. So I think you gave a lot of great tips and it was a great, you know, way to help maybe some people that are new to managing a more remote workforce kind of figure out how to approach some of the the beasts of working from home. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's, I think this is a, a, uh, a challenging time, but inside of challenges lies tremendous opportunity and there's a really great opportunity here as well. So I think it just needs to be managed right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Steve. I really appreciate it. I think we had an awesome conversation around all the ways that Avaya is working to help their customers and community and all the different ways that teams can work together collaboratively and remotely. So I really appreciate you taking out the time. I know you're very busy, but um, I think we just had a great, great chat. Thank you. I'm never too busy for IUG. You guys flash the bat (laughs) signal. I come running. Oh, that's what we like to hear. You do always do that. So we appreciate you for sure. Uh, Thank you so much.
Thanks for listening to the IAUG Insider Podcast. We'll be releasing a new season in the next couple of weeks, and we hope you'll tune in. In the meantime, we're releasing blogs every Tuesday and still keeping up with some of our great webinars. Finally, be sure to keep an eye out for information on our upcoming virtual conference, IAUG Wired, which will be taking place on May 20th. Thanks again for listening. The IAUG Insider Podcast is brought to you by the International Avaya User Group, the world's largest international organization for communications technology professionals. Each episode is written, organized, and hosted by me, Caitlin Malinowski, and produced and edited by Katie Norton.